I'm a man that will literally stop doing anything just to look at you, stare at you, and lose myself in your beautiful eyes. Let me kiss you and then stop just to say that I love you and that I want you by my side until my last breath. Let me slowly kiss you again so that I can say that I love you one more time. Let me see you get blushed to the point where you're going to push me away and then say, stop looking at me. You're making me feel uncomfortable. Then I will look at you and start tearing up and you may ask, why are you crying? Then my answer may be that I found a reason to live and my reason to smile. Single for eight years now. Let me treat you right by showing you the true meaning of love, affection, loyalty, and family. All right, y'all. <laughs> um, what you just heard before our lovely new introduction song... We're now both DJs, by the way. <laughs> yeah, totally. What you just heard was a real dating profile bio. Surprisingly, not from Tinder. <laughs> not from Tinder. Um, I don't know. I got a little emotional there, to be honest, but... <laughs> I think you deserve Cuomo's Emmy for that. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> like, uh, seriously, best thing to come out of COVID besides Miley's new album... That's a fact. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. We're not definitely not being paid for this, but yeah, Miley it. Cyrus isn't funneling us money through Venmo. Yeah, not yet. Something we forgot to mention, by the way, is that the reason you heard a cork at the beginning of the song of our intro um, is because this is a wine session. So we're already a glass in. So this is gonna be rough. Yeah, this is going to be kind of difficult. Bear with us. But we're trying. I can't get this cork off the bottle to pour a second glass. Oh, got it. because you don't need it. Knew that serving would come in handy. Hey. <laughs> um, so we did get a few responses from people about our last podcast. We love hearing your feedback. So please do share with us any thoughts that you have. Uh, maybe like your own personal stories. If you disagree with us, we love hearing that too. Actually, I have something to say. What? First of all, how fucking dare you? <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> thank you so much, guys. <laughs> in case you missed it, our last podcast, we talked about moving in with a partner, um, how soon to do that, and also moving out of your parents' place and what age to do that. And we kind of had a discussion on that. And of course, like, we're just two people. And we're similar in a lot of ways and different in a lot of ways, but we don't encompass all of the perspectives in the world. So we really do welcome your feedback. Right. We also make a lot of mistakes. So as many. As you can tell. If you haven't listened to that podcast, go and do it. It's a good one. We make even more mistakes during wine sessions. So this will be good. <laughs> right. And so one of our friends actually sent in some of her feedback um, and we really appreciated it because it sort of helped us see like multiple sides mm -hmm. um so our friend christina writes um i've lived with my parents until i was 22 and then they decided to move across the country to california at this time i had been with my partner for over a year he lived in the basement apartment of his parents home 
My mom was initially very against the idea of me moving in with him and wanted to go looking for an apartment for me. I, on the other hand, wasn't entirely sure what I wanted, but in the end, I decided to move in with my partner. I moved in May of 2019, so I've been living here for over a year now, and we have been together for three years. Living with him is very interesting, and I think it's helped us both grow a lot. I definitely think it would have I definitely don't think it would have been a good idea to move in after only five to six months of dating because as you guys said, that's like the honeymoon phase. I also don't think I could have lived by myself because of anxiety, but it's been quite an experience living together. Ideally, I think people should move out when one, it's financially feasible and two, they're mentally prepared. But moving out gave me a lot of independence and let me live my life in a more filling way. First of all, thank you, Christina. Again, please, thank you. Um, and also, I love that you mentioned um, being mentally prepared to move out of your mm-hmm. parents' home because that's definitely not something that I thought about. Yeah. Um, we weren't, probably. We definitely weren't. But we became... It, it forced right. us to become that way. Right. So that's two sides of a coin. Sort of like when a bad dad just pushes you into the pool without floaties. <laughs> yeah, and lets you drown for two minutes. Did that to ourselves. But um, I'm really happy that you told us what your experience with this was because I personally would have never thought of like um, being anxious living on my own, I guess. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm sure I would be, you know. So I actually do relate to the anxiety and moving into a partner made it a lot easier, especially me being a female and I know you don't like that word, Julieta, but me being a female and then being like a male, like having like a male partner, I felt like obviously safer, um, just like at night and stuff. And I didn't like being alone in the apartment when he wasn't there sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I really wish, like I feel safe now. Mm-hmm. And I really wish I had just moved in with a friend or or some roomie online. And I think I would have felt... Like Craigslist? Like one of those apps. I don't know. Yeah. Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> Killer seeks <laughs> female roommate. <laughs> uh, I just like, yeah, I think that would have been okay. I guess I, I wasn't ready to take that step yet. So for me personally, I definitely did something a little bit like out of impulsivity and um, what's the right word? convenience see Um, but that's for me not not judging your experience christina i think it's interesting that you say impulsive Mm -hmm. because i feel like at least when i made this decision and i feel like when you made this decision it wasn't really either of us making the decision to move in with our partners like i didn't i didn't one day wake up out of get out of bed and say to my partner hey I think this is going really well, and I love you, and I really see a future between us. Maybe it's time to make the next step and move in together. Right, because you were young. Right. And I think it was more out of that convenience that we spoke about in the last podcast. And circumstances. Right. So clearly in Christina, in your case too, there were clearly like some significant circumstances. Like You needed somewhere to live, like you know, and living with your boyfriend was a very good option like that was the logical option um for me actually I was helping my ex find an apartment for himself and then he was like why don't you live with me Mm. and the circumstances were I wanted to be independent so things snowballed after that 
Mm. Um, yeah, but I, I agree with you. It's really like very circumstantial. Yeah. I think, as you said, Christina, like when you know someone for five to six months and you move in with them, it's really like you're pretty much learning all about the person all over again. Yep. And you see all those sides that you normally wouldn't until maybe two, three years into the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think for people that were as young as we were, um, it really not necessarily forces you, but it encourages you to work on the relationship. Yeah. Even though that relationship might not be best for you. And made us feel trapped. And also the fact that we were young um, means that our personalities were not... Right. fully developed and our partners weren't either whereas it sounds like you moved in with your partner Christina a few years after we did when you yeah. were in your early 20s it says 22. Yeah, 22 so you were a little bit more your brain was more developed your life was more developed your personality was definitely there. more mature and in a different place in life I feel like you would have been mm-hmm. you would have graduated by then right yeah, yeah so that's yeah. yeah so both all of the experiences are valid we really thank you for sending that in for sure and I think to leave this off on a note that you might enjoy because I know you um, work in philosophy. I guess this mm-hmm. whole idea of convenience and like pure, like waking up and making that decision to move in with your partner, I wonder, was any of that up to like our free will or did things mm. just like line up in place for us to move in with our partners? Yep. Was it really Fate. our choice? Yeah. Destiny. Yeah. So thanks, Christina. Thank you so much. (laughs) Um, Yeah. If anyone ever, you know, disagrees with us, it happens. We're pretty much just talking out of our asses. So (laughs) let us know. Yeah, we love the perspectives, and we hope to have people on the show. So it's not just me and Julietta talking um, back and forth. You know, it doesn't seem like it, but we really do get sick of each other sometimes. For like five that was a minutes. Lie. <laughs> yeah. For five minutes, and then I go use the bathroom, and when I come out, I like have three new things to say to you. <laughs> Absolutely, it's actually a problem. Um, All right, guys, enjoy today's episode. Um, we're gonna take a nice light twist into something a little more fun. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> we're keeping up a twist. We're talking about. Something I read about today on the internet called orbiting. Okay. So like the gum. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> so someone well, wanted to write an article about how everyone's always talking about ghosting, right? When people leave you in the DMs, they just stop texting you back or they mm. stop, you know, communicating with you. You you think everything's going fine and then Yeah, it just yeah. ends and you don't hear anything from them ever again so the magazine i feel like i've definitely piled up some like bad dating karma because i've ghosted maybe like two people for the record i have never ghosted anyone yeah but (laughs) who would date you yeah (laughs) so this uh, magazine newspaper is called repeller um, the article is called Orbiting is the New Ghosting. Is it like some alt-right news source? Can I fucking finish? Actually, never. I hope you spill that wine in your mouth onto your white shirt. I already have. Bleach, baby. <sighs> Orbiting is the New Ghosting and it's probably happening to you by Anna Iovine. 
Okay. I don't love that Anna's assuming that about me. Because <laughs> it's true, but I don't need her to know. I know. So according to Anna, orbiting is when you add someone on social media, on like Instagram, Facebook, whatever you like, tweets, Snapchat, Snapchat, and then they look at your stories, they like your posts, they'll even possibly comment on your posts, but they don't talk to you. Like they don't actually like communicate with you over messages or um, in person. So... I don't know. This is so relevant to my life. Julieta, does this ring a bell to you? Um, it's definitely happened to me. I personally have a rule where I won't share my social media. She's smart. With um, people that I am actually interested in going on a date with. But um, I have given my Instagram out a few times. Yeah. Um, Can you tell them what you say when someone asks for your Instagram? What do you tell people? Well, I tell them, hey, I just don't give that out to people that I don't know yet. Maybe. We should get to know each other. Maybe we should marry each other and then you can have my Instagram. Um, The thing is, I do have like a very unique name. On Instagram? So do I. No, I mean like Julietta. Like there aren't that many Juliettas within like a 50 mile radius. Right. Most of them are porn stars. Like if I Google my name, just my first name, it's mostly porn stars. But yeah, I'll just be like, hey, I'm not really into that. If someone asks me if I have a Snapchat, I say, or like, what's my Snapchat? I'll say, I deleted that when I was like 18. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Because Snapchat's just like, I'm going to send you photos of me and. You're going to say, I don't know, Snapchat never goes anywhere. It's like, I'll send you photos, you send me photos, and then we'll just, like, do that forever. It'll just die off eventually. Yeah. I don't know. So what's the idea? Is part of you saying that's people also, like, a way to avoid orbiting? Like, are you consciously doing that? Like, are you trying to secure dates like that? So the one thing that I do like about giving out my Instagram Mm -hmm. is that if they stop responding right when I gave them my Instagram, I automatically know they're not into me, and that's totally fine, because there will be people that are into me, you know? Yeah, this happened to me, guys, um, <laughs> like, a few times. It's happened to everyone, really. Yeah, and I, I've given, a, you know, someone, like, talks to me for a while on a dating app, and then asks me for my Instagram, I give them my Instagram, they follow me, and then they don't talk to me ever again. And I see them looking at my stories, I see them liking my posts so it's it's weird like you you don't know yeah, you start like a stranger yeah and I, you you don't know if you should like unfollow them at that point right. or block them you don't right. know if you should wait a little longer and see if they finally text you right um and it also makes like we talked about today like i get a little like worried i can't help but worry and be like what is it about my profile that like turned them off mm. like what was it that made them say you know what i'm not gonna text this girl I'm not going to go on a date with this girl. It really could have been anything. Yeah. And I think social media is that thing where you really curate an image for yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I personally don't post a lot of photos of myself. So the photos on there aren't recent. Mm -hmm. And I don't post, like, body photos. And so I think some guys get turned off by that because they're like, oh, she must, like... Be catfishing or fake or weird. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, but I think you really, I think the key to that is don't take it personally. 
Yeah. Because this, even though it feels like someone that you know, and that's what's crazy about social media is you can have met this person on a dating app, have no idea who he is, but they'll still feel like an acquaintance, like mm-hmm. someone you met through a friend. Yeah. And then the it gets you guys to become your head. friends on an app, it feels like you're friends in real life. Right. Right. Because we grew up like in talking age. to people, texting people on yeah. social media, and that's Probably, like, 40% of our friendships were, like, cultivated through the internet because we would go home from school and talk to each other online. We'd, like, aim. Did you aim? Oh, I aimed, honey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I aimed all day, all night. Yeah, so our brain is wired to associate these people with, like, more value than they are actually worth in our lives. Yeah. You know, and I think that's dangerous, especially to someone's self-worth I agree there's also something about the moment you start seeing like a person viewing your stories and liking your posts Mm. they enter they go from like your peripheral Mm -hmm. you know and they go I guess how do I describe it more in like the center of your brain yeah They, they they it draws attention to that person you become more aware of them whereas on an app I don't have notifications you must I check my app like maybe once a day once every other day you're there right you know, but the moment we become friends on Instagram, then I see you constantly looking at my stuff. I start to think about you. Right. Eventually, your brain seeks that validation. Exactly. So you noticed when they don't see one of your stories. Mm-hmm. And then you think, hmm, that's weird. I yeah. wonder why not today. But then orbiting is they'll keep looking, but then they'll never say anything to you ever again. And it's so right. bizarre. Right. I think most of that is just out of sheer curiosity. Like, yeah. I don't think I've gone out of my way to unfollow guys from dating apps that I don't speak to. Yeah. But, you know, I do see them on my Instagram. I sort of just don't take that thing seriously, you know. And I think for the guys, it's probably out of sheer curiosity, too. And just boredom. Like, imagine how many hours we spend a week just, like, looking at our feed, you know. Yeah. That's another thing. I was speaking to my lovely therapist today. Oh, I love her. I know. Shout out. Um, She's probably legally not allowed to listen to this now. Let's hope so. So It's more like personally she doesn't have the time to waste. <laughs> I love how we just revealed we have the same therapist too. But anyway, I wanted to say that my therapist was saying that, you know, it's funny. People see your Instagram and... They assume so much about you based off what you post. And that's only a part of you. Not even that. That's like who you're choosing to project to the world. That could not even be like you or a very, very, very small part of you. So I don't know. I just think people should, you know, for anyone out there who like sees someone's Instagram like Julietta's and sees that there's like six cat pics and one pic of her. <laughs> like, don't be so quick to judge. Like... I don't know. What are you saying about my Instagram, bro? (laughs) I never look at guys' Instagrams and get, like, turned off by, like, their content. Like, it's interesting, but I don't get turned off. It's funny, too, because guys have terrible content. Oh, yeah. It's, like, always, like, random flyers and shit and, like, just, like, not (laughs) pictures of their face. They make it hard for us. They make us, like, search and lurk. But (laughs) (laughs) new phrase, search and lurk. But, like, literally, like, we're just looking for, like, two or three photos. I mean, I'm speaking for myself. I look for, like, two or three good photos of, like, your face to make sure I'm not making a mistake. 
Yeah, I guess at the end of the day, I just want to make sure I'm going on a date with the person that I was talking, that I thought I was talking to. Yes. Whereas, like, on my Instagram, I have, like, a bajillion pictures of my face. So, again, where the insecurity comes in, we're like, what did I do wrong? Right. Comes in, you know? The one thing I will say is if a guy has an insane amount of photos of his ex, like, that Mm. makes me just skeeved out i don't know yeah same thing on on dating bios when they don't crop them out they just block their fo- their faces out well that could be friends though okay but on you're Instagram, like being you know. too nice like you know some of them are like just showing off or like their prom dates their high school prom dates who weren't their girlfriends but like was just their date like it's still weird to me yeah well i know i'm being, I know I'm being aggressive but <laughs> so aggressive so aggressive with that um <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. To answer your question, mm-hmm. um, my aversion to giving out my Instagram is I don't want to just text back and forth with someone for a week mm-hmm. before we go on a date. Like, I would prefer it if we didn't know that much about each other before the date. And I know that you don't agree with this, but I actually think my best dates have been with people that I just knew nothing about. I feel like I can tell. Like, right away, texting someone, whether it's going to work or not. (laughs) I I think maybe, like... To an extent. In some cases, some people just come off awkward, you know? I'm not even talking about, like, interest, though. I'm talking about, like, personality conveyed through text. And I guess people can be awful texters, so... My point's not valid. I know it's not valid. <laughs> I'm just talking out of my butt because I drank too much wine. Nothing you say on this podcast is valid. Well, that's a fact. This is a not valid podcast. At the end of this recording, I'm actually just going to trim your voice out. It's going to be <laughs> me speaking for 15 minutes. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's just so much more to talk about on that first date if I didn't learn like what your parents are like and where you grew up yeah. and the college that you went to and your social security number on like a dating app. So I agree. Yeah. I agree. The only time that I'll text someone for more than a few days before a date is if we're only speaking in like jokes. Yeah. Well, I have a question though. Yeah. Because you're saying you don't like this whole pen pal situation where you text these, like, guys back and forth for a long time. Yeah. Is part of that, though, because you're texting them back and forth a lot and you end up learning a lot about them in that situation. And it's not the fact that you're learning a lot about them and it's ruining the mystery. It's the fact that what you're learning is not, like, the guy you're looking for. I don't... You know, that's a really good point, actually. I think it's more... It gets boring, Mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and then... I also don't have time to take out of my day to craft the same responses that they give me. Especially, like, you you have to realize, like, on dating apps, everyone's talking to a handful of people. So if I'm doing these long text conversations with, like, five people, that's so much time out of my day. It makes me feel overwhelmed. It makes me not even want to respond to any of them. Yeah, I really don't have time for that. I can send, like, max, like, I don't even know. Like a text an hour. Yeah. To like, I don't even know how many people I could do that for. That's another thing, guys. If someone on a dating app just stops talking to you, like responding, 
Um, it's probably because she was overwhelmed. <laughs> she busy. She had stuff and she busy. Not even busy. It's just, it gets frustrating in a way. Yeah, you feel defeated. Yeah. I feel drained sometimes. Like, I just can't. I'm like, okay, I'm talking to these four guys. No one's standing out. Love is hopeless. Love's never <laughs> going to happen. Fuck my phone. Throw it in the garbage. You know, I'd rather just watch... Or I just watch TV at this point and just, you know, whenever it happens, it happens to me. Mm. But then sometimes you have a good conversation and suddenly you're like, ooh, love is in the air. And you just start, you know, you you get that feeling. It's like a little high. You get the little high. So, I don't know. It's a bad cycle. (laughs) But a fun cycle. I'm trying to think, have I ever had a good conversation and a bad date? Oh, I absolutely yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Oh, that's funny. Should we talk about it? Yeah, you I start. will. <laughs> um, so I was talking to a guy. It was great text conversation, like nonstop. Like I definitely broke my own rules with the pen pal thing, but it wasn't like pen pal, like we write three paragraphs about our lives and then the other person goes. It was like text, 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 text for hours. Like, I stayed up way too late and I should have just like outlined my boundaries. Whatever. All in the past. So we're texting like all night. She now has boundaries, guys. Woo! We agreed to a date. Um, so I get on this date and he just talks at me for four hours. <laughs> like he didn't ask me one question and whenever I had to like try to like enter the conversation multiple times like struggle to get in and at one point I just like looked like behind me while he like cut me off to like roll my eyes in private like I just really had to roll my eyes it was it was bad it was so bad and I really really liked him over text and it was really upsetting um did you guys go on a second date no I didn't ghost him what did you do instead? I was texting him just less. I set my boundaries and was like, okay, like, I need more interest from this person. Like, I don't know. He didn't ask me one question. Like, mm-hmm. it feels kind of off. You did the slow fade. <sighs> do you know what that is? I, I can gather. Do you want to explicate for the viewers or the listeners? So the slow fade is like, you'll... I feel like this more so happens between two people that went on a first date that wasn't super great Mm. and they feel that, but it wasn't terrible. And so... Yeah, it wasn't awful. They'll, like, text, but, like, the frequency will decrease rapidly. And then it's not like someone's ghosting the other person. It's more that, like, they both... Just Just stop talking to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a point we didn't talk for a few days at one point... And then this person was like, what's up? And we talked a little bit. And, we're, and, I, and we agreed to hang out again. And then it just never happened. Mm. Um, so I think there was just kind of like a mutual giving up. Mm. Which is fine. Like, we're clearly not meant for each other. Have you ever ghosted someone? No. Besides, like, being on the apps and just, like, stopping my responses to a few people? No. I've never, like, I never go to someone I went on a date with. Mm. I always, like, let them down. I always tell them, like, I don't see a connection here. I'm sorry. That's noble of you. I know. I remember typing out those messages for (laughs) you. (laughs) I know. I get so anxious and scared. I don't know. I'm used to having, like, serious repercussions and, like, Mm. 
people get really mad mad at me when I say certain things and I just didn't know it would be okay and now I do right and it's my right right I think a big part of dating is realizing you don't owe anyone anything yeah it's really empowering but also I need to start sending like anti-ghost texts yes you do it's a respectful thing to do for both them and for yourself yeah um but tell us about this good combo you had bad date Oh, I don't even want to because I know that he's listening and he's going to get so much satisfaction from me even, like, talking about this. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. Do it. Drink a little wine and then do it. No, so, (laughs) because we only have, like, ten minutes left. But, so, we pretty much, when we started talking, it was the same thing that you and your guy had where it was, like, nonstop into the night this was the first person that I had ever, like, matched with on an app and, like, actually seriously considered yeah. meeting in person. And can I just say, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but, like, that's not the reason, like, not to text people, like, for hours back and forth. Like, your time is more valuable than that. Right. You know? Believe it or not, going on a date for two hours will save you so much time. So much more time than, like, texting back and forth for hours or days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carry on, Julieta. I agree. I also feel like... I don't know. There's just no mystery left to it. Mm. And I also feel like it's a turnoff when I see that, like, someone is so available to be talking to me, you know? Well, it's mutual. Right. (laughs) That's true. And, like, it, it is a pandemic, it's not a turn off to me. I like when guys are like available. As long as they're not like super eager or sending like 20 texts, then mm. I'm being picky, guys. I don't really give a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> carry on. Um, so we did that for about a week and then we did a FaceTime date. Ugh. Which, yeah. We also why? don't like. <laughs> why? I, I get COVID, guys, but like I really. Get it in like March, April, May. Maybe even June, but I had guys want to call me and FaceTime me, and I'm like, I'm not comfortable with that. Like, I want to get dressed up and go on a date. Like, I want to be, f- I want to fully prepare myself and go. And then, like, when I tell them I don't want to FaceTime or like phone call, they'll just like stop talking to me as well. Mm. It's really funny. So I, I wonder how much of that is guys being worried about women catfishing mm-hmm. versus guys being worried about COVID. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more catfishing, actually. Um, But yeah, we did a FaceTime thing. It went well. You were there for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we went on one date. The chemistry didn't feel the same as it did in the texts. Because I feel like when you're texting someone, they have that time to craft a response. You know, and, like, maybe say what they know you want to hear. Absolutely. Um, and this person was very good at knowing what someone wanted to hear from him. What about the opposite, Jules? Like, have you had a bad or dry or just decent conversation over text, mm. but a really good date? Absolutely, I have. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's funny because we're now friends. It didn't work out, but... I remember when we initially started texting each other, we just found that the common link was we both lived in the same neighborhood and we were like, yeah, let's meet up for some coffee. And then we canceled that and we rescheduled. 
I think we might have canceled twice too. Oh. But the the texts were so dry. Like we wouldn't even like text each other. It was just like, hey, it's raining. Maybe we should do another day. And I was like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like we didn't text in between. You're inspiring me to respond to some people right now. Just so you know, <laughs> you're inspiring me to make change. Um, it's almost 12 a.m. I don't think you should. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, but so eventually we went on our date. And it was genuinely one of the best first dates I've ever been on. Motherfucker. Like, we had a great time. We were laughing. Um, he really enjoyed my humor, which it's really easy to enjoy. So my standards are very low. If you laugh at me, I'll like suck your dick. That's how we're friends. Yeah. I don't have a dick though, so sucks for me. <laughs> um, it's okay. I'll host an entire podcast if you just laugh at me. At you, not with you. <laughs> right, right. There we go. No, but yeah, it was a great date. And after it, we were both like, wow, we didn't expect anything from this. Yeah. Especially because there we weren't bonding over text. Mm-hmm. Like, we weren't sharing interests. We didn't know that we would be so compatible, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then after our first date, he went to South Carolina for a week. But before he, like, left for South Carolina, he was like, hey... This went so much better than I expected. I'm leaving for a week, though. But I really do want to go on a second date when I come back. And we did for a few. Um, And yeah, it was great. Our personalities definitely matched. But I think... I just decided we were better as friends. Yeah. But that situation definitely surprised me. Yeah. And I think... So we've definitely made a transition here from talking about, like, ghosting to orbiting to talking about like texting people um and I guess the connection is like what we're trying to say is not don't give out your snapchat please <laughs> or your instagram don't ask for snapchat moreover um yeah <laughs> but also like don't don't rely on everything in your phone your phone is not the be all end all for starting a relationship dating apps are great but in terms of making a connection with someone, you really don't know until you see someone in person. Oh, that's really sweet, Maya. Aww. It's like chicken noodle soup for the soul. <laughs> I just want to be a real American. <laughs> um, yeah, that I mean... explains your choice in men. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here we go. Here we go. Always something from you. Um, <laughs> I just... Yeah, that's what I think are our messages for today, I feel like. what Do you agree? Like, I never agree with you, but... This time I do, yeah. I would say keep your social media presence to, like, a whisper. And keep your texting presence to, like, a lower volume than I have right now. (laughs) That would be good. (laughs) That's a really bad joke. (laughs) I know, I'm drinking. (laughs) I'm allowed to make bad jokes. On that note, just to save everyone the secondhand embarrassment, <laughs> um, I think that's where we're going to finish it off. And then next, this Sunday, this Sunday, This yes. Sunday. This Sunday, we'll have a coffee sesh. Yes, which will be slightly more coherent, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Peace! It's time for me to go to bed. Oh, God. <laughs>